Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Kevin Hogan. Um, I, we are here on an emergency podcast because there has been some crazy stuff going on in the MLB. There has been some crazy stuff going on in the NFL. And I decided to bring my cousin along with me for the ride because Mike is a diehard Yankee fan and his team is doing nothing. Yeah, we're doing nothing. We're doing Everything the opposite that Mets normally do, which is pretty wild. So last night, um, well, let's let's take it back a week. So about Thursday, the MLB lockout is lifted. Everyone's happy. And the first thing I thought to myself was, okay, here come the Yankees. They've been quiet this whole time. Now's their time to strike. Thursday comes and goes, no moves. Friday comes and goes, no moves. Saturday comes and goes, no moves. And then Sunday... As soon as I go to bed, boom, the Yankees strike. The Yankees have acquired Josh Donaldson and um, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who is a shortstop from the Texas Rangers, who just got traded to the Twins. But uh, yeah. they acquire, yeah, so Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa for Gary Sanchez and uh, Gio Urshela, two of which who have been starting for the Yankees for the past few years now. And as a Yankee fan, I just want to know what was going through your mind last night. Not even that. We also got a catcher that's batting 169 that apparently is supposed to be better than Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Which is just just stupid. Um, Yeah, so take me through your emotions last night. I mean, as a Yankee fan, we're eating $50 million of Donaldson's contract. So if we're spending $25 million a year, I'd rather toss that. Gio's playing third. Gio's a solid third baseman. Why not give Trevor Story that money? Give give that $50 million towards Carlos Correa. Give that $50 million towards Freddie Freeman. Give $50 million towards literally anyone but a 36-year-old Josh Donaldson who can never stay on the field. Right. Literally, yeah. he averaged the last three seasons like 90-something games. It was hamstring last year, quad previous year, then his shoulder. You remember he couldn't throw uh, – at all on third base with a shoulder. Yeah. yeah. The first. So, like, so here's the so problem cool. with yesterday. Right. I, and don't get me wrong. The Yankees are getting a good player in Josh Donaldson. He hit some homers when he's healthy. He's a good player, but I think last night was a little bittersweet for most Yankee fans because it pretty much solidified the fact that Carlos Correa and Trevor story will probably not be a Yankee. And no. uh, that seems to be the consensus after that deal last night. Yeah, and we need pitching too. So it's like we I could have seen like we we traded Gary, we traded Gio, someone for a pitcher. Um literally nothing. And we have Luke Voigt sitting on the first base, so it makes no sense. We have him and Rizzo are gonna be the same predicament as last year. Glaber's playing second. So that means DJ's be playing first again still. So we're just we're adding people that make zero sense. Addition by subtraction is what I've been what I've been looking at on Twitter. People were thinking as soon as that deal was done. Okay, we're going to get a Matt Olson. However, an hour ago, Matt Olson gets shipped off to Atlanta. So now he's off the board. And then, you know, you hear the reports that the Yankees are out on Freddie Freeman. So now what? Do you stick back with Anthony Rizzo? The problem with this is the Yankees haven't been to the World Series since 2009. And ever since then, it's been constant, you know, solid regular season and then choke in the playoffs. And the cycle continues. So... What exactly is it that the Yankees need to get over the hump to get to the World they Series? They don't have us besides the Garrett Cole. If he goes down, we have no starting pitchers. Right, Jordan Montgomery, Tyone, Luis Severino might be a, a three inning guy out of the bullpen. 
It's like right. you're looking at no one. We should have signed Tanaka last year. He's probably our only good, reparable starter. Had somewhat of a decent career in the MLB, but we have no one else. And like we're going back to the Matt Olson trade. The A's only wanted Anthony Volpe, and we said no. If, if we thought he was that special, he'd be in the big leagues already. We would not have traded for a shortstop. So that, that's the most mind-boggling trade. How old is this kid, Volpe? Because I hear probably like twenty. Volpe, let's see what he let's see his age here let's pull this up anthony volpe's 20 he's my 20? age um he might just not he might not be ready yet you know but then again juan soto made his debut at 20 and he tore it up so you know like you said why wait why would you start at isaiah kiner falefa i'm just gonna call him I, ikf why would you start him yeah. if you know you know he's not gonna produce big numbers at the plate he's not really a starting i mean he might be, who knows? He may surprise us, but I don't think for the New York Yankees, we're talking about the cream of the crop. We're talking about the most iconic franchise in sports. Isaiah Kiner Falefa is going to be your starting shortstop on opening day. I don't know. That kid, that kid's going to be a Tyler Wade 2.0. We didn't sign him back. And I don't know what it is about Brian Cashman or having utility players, but he, he's obsessed with them. So that's like, that was just the replacement to him. That's you know what really I found well. pretty weird about this whole situation was, if George Steinbrenner were alive, I, I truly don't. I truly don't think that your shortstop would be this Falefa kid. I, I really think it would be, you know, we we buy high on Correa and then we wait for Volpe to come up, and then when Correa, when Volpe's turn, when it's Volpe's time to come up, then you know we maybe move Correa to third or we move Correa to second, whatever it may be. But you know, now that we have George Steinbrenner. I'm sorry, Hal Steinbrenner. It, it seems, uh, it seems, you know, yeah. pretty. I don't know how to explain it. Pretty cheap. It's very un-Yankee like. Yeah, they're going like analytics. It's, it would have been like the Jeter A Rod situation where we signed A Rod. Like, oh, is he playing short? He's playing third. Goes to third, and we had a solid what seven years together with them. Mm-hmm. Some it's those stupid moves that make no sense. Like, yeah, we're signing Rizzo back. Not bad. He's 32. Get him for probably four or five years at like 20 million a piece, but. To not get Matt Olson. Matt Olson is what, 26? Yeah. Yeah, it just that makes no sense. I think it's 27, see, but. Yeah, I could see it. Like, we're we're realistically in one now, mate. Like, we're not going to be able to sign Judge, all these players back. We have Hicks that makes no sense. Our outfield's stacked. It's like we're in one now mode. Not why, like, why not actually go for it? Right. And you don't, you don't trade for a 36 year old third baseman uh, in Josh Donaldson if you don't think and take on his whole contract. If you don't yeah. think you're going to win now, you know. Exactly. And he's still on his rookie deal medals. So I, that's even more my bottom. Yeah, it made no sense that the Yankees would make that move. However, it really makes no sense now because, you know, Freddie Freeman won't be going back to Atlanta. It makes no sense if the Yankees don't hop on that because there is no excuse to get outbid by the Dodgers right now. There's zero excuse. Yeah, but the thing is with this, right, it, it would look terrible if they go in on Freddie Freeman and not call spray. I disagree. I think that they'll be okay if they don't get Carlos Gray. I think Freddie Freeman's the best player available. And he would he would be a monster at Yankee Stadium with that lefty bat, right field porch. Oof. That would be nasty. Well, let, let, let's let's do the math here, right? He's 32, so he has maybe what a solid solid four years. Five. Give him five years. Five? Yeah. But he's four even- like legit years. And then Yeah, but then where are you gonna put DJ if he's playing first? That's the thing. You have Josh Josh Donaldson at third. Labor Torres playing second. I say what you do is you you put DJ at second base. Your shortstops, uh, Kalefa 
Um, your third baseman is Donaldson. Your first baseman is, um, is, you know, Freddie Freeman. And then when you get, if you get Freddie Freeman, then D- DJ would just have to DH or just, you know, fill in here and there, be a utility guy. Yeah. We, I mean, we still need a starting pitcher too, which makes, we, we need so much. It makes no sense. Here's another aspect of the trade. And I'm sure you saw this all over social media. Um, <clears throat> Josh Donaldson and Garrett Cole don't get along. Right. But, no. you know, I think the media is kind of blowing it out of proportion a little bit because, uh, you know, they're adults at the end of the day, they'll get it figured out. But, uh, yeah. I just, if you look back at the, uh, the clips of them, you know, talking about each other, it yeah, is pretty true. funny. It is pretty funny. And Donaldson's yeah. going to give you the, the attitude that the Yankees were kind of lacking because if you really think about it, the last few years, the Yankees haven't had that, the gritty guy, the, the, um, the shit talker, the, the badass dude. And I think that he yeah. adds a little bit of spice to what was a boring, probably a very boring Yankee lineup. That's why I thought they were going all on Correa. Cause Correa has that, like, he's a gamer, but he can pimp home runs and just change momentum of the game. So I'm like, all right, that makes sense. We're going after a young 27 year old Carlos Correa. And then that trade breaks through. I'm like, we're going after a 36 year old injury prone Josh Donaldson. So yeah, exactly. Hell? But I, I am looking at Donaldson's stats here. <clears throat> Obviously, he's an MVP award winner back, yeah. I want to say it was 2014, 15, or 16, in between one of those years. Um, mm-hmm. But when he's healthy, he hits homers. Like 2019, he hit 37 homers for the Braves. 2020, he was kind of, you know, he wasn't fully there. He only had 28 at bats. 2021 again uh, didn't really play a full season, um, but when he's healthy, he's a good player, and I think he's an upgrade from Gio Urshela. The Gio is a 280 hitter. That's my thing. Is like when he's healthy, Gio was basically able to play every game. Right. So that's kind of my situation. And he could also play short. He could play second. Josh Johnson, if he's not playing third base, like we have too many DHs. We have Luke Voigt. You have Stanton. So if he's not playing third, he's on the bench. Having a guy making $50 million over the next two years on the bench is wild. Mm. So if you had to predict, um, what's the next move for the Yankees? Let me ask you two questions. If you're, um, if you're a house Steinbrunner, you know, or if you're the GM Cashman and you can make the next move for the Yankees, what is it? And then the next question would be, what do you think they're going to do? I'm house Steinbrenner. I'm going to try to unload Aaron Hicks's contract. So either that's packaging him with Luke Voigt for a starting pitcher or someone because we're having too many outfielders. So, mm-hmm. I mean, having Joey Gallo, Stanton statistically better when he plays the field. So have him DH makes no sense. You saw his numbers last year when he's DHing compared to him playing. His numbers are drastically better when he's playing the field. Right. So that makes makes no sense for him to DH again. And Luke Voigt. He, had, he, has, he was throwing with temper tantrums last year when we had Anthony Rizzo on the team. When he came back from injury, he wasn't playing all the time, so he was bitching and moaning. So it's like you got to have him every day play first base, and he can't field. He's kind of like – I wouldn't compare him with Jason Giambi because he's not as powerful, but like he, he's either hitting home runs or he's really not making plays at first. Rizzo's – he can do both ways, so it's – you have to pick your options. But I'm, I'm really – they're trading either Hicks or Boyd for a starter. They have to. Right. And then what, what, would, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to do something. I, I really don't know. I really thought this was the last thing I would have thought would happen training for Josh Donaldson. So Cashman's kind of like a wild card. Cashman used to be all in on like free agency. Now it's just like 
we need a catcher, so they have to go maybe trade for right. And I've been hearing that they might use uh, Glaber as trade bait now that the infield's pretty filled up now. Uh, Glaber, I mean, he's young. He has a high high ceiling. He's just been struggling the last few years. And you might as well get something for him if you're going to deal him. That's my thing. If we're trading Glaber away, why not trade Glaber and a prospect? It doesn't have to be Anthony Volpe for Matt Olson. That makes no sense to me because Matt uh, Glaber's only 24. Yeah, Glaber's young. Glaber's got a high ceiling, you know. And he had what thirty home runs a couple I'm years not ago. Sure. It's not like, I, I'm not. I get. Uh, let me check that. Yeah, he he's had some solid stats, so it's not like he's like not really producing. Like he had a bad year last year, but I, I mean, know, in 2019, Glaber Torres had 38 homers. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. So his numbers are there. So if you want to trade him, there's no reason why you couldn't trade Matt Olson for. Right. Right. That was the well, mind bomb. <clears throat> All right, let's move ahead. Um, I don't know if you saw the news today, but with my team, the New York Mets, my boy Pete Alonzo, shout out yeah, Ford for keeping him intact. I mean, he that that truck was crushed like a like a Coke can, you know. Um, that was bad. That was crazy. So for those of you who don't know, Pete Alonzo, first baseman for the Mets, two-time home run derby winner, uh, is driving to spring training. Some dude runs a red light, T-bones him. His car flips, he said, three times. And uh, the crazier part about it is that his wife was driving right behind him, was kind of just trailing him, and saw it happen and probably thought he was dead. Um, luckily, Pete's okay. Um, I mean, that could have been that could have been crazy. That could have been death, you know, with, and, uh, you know, wild. Well, you still have your MVP back this year. I think he's going to put up some pretty big numbers. Yeah, well, it's baseball. I knew it was baseball season today when uh, I get an alert on my phone that Starling Marte did not practice today because of oblique tightness. And I said, well, here we go. (laughs) And so it begins. So um, (laughs) the Mets hopefully can get it together. Um, You know, a crazy move last night for the Yanks. And I think – this move will set up others. I don't see the Yankees. They're the evil empire. You know, there's no way this could be it for them. There's no way. Um, I think the the roster now is much different than what it will be on opening day. When was the last time we were actually the evil empire? We haven't made any big moves besides Stanton, but Garrett Cole Cole is the last evil empire move for the Yanks. But, yeah, but, we, but when we make those evil empire moves, it's either it's Garrett Cole, then it's another big contract. It's another big contract. Like we got A-Rod, CC, Mark right. Teixeira. They were all big contracts, all on the same thing. We No one does that. Well, so it's like, right. I, I guarantee a Stanton won't be on the team many more years, if not. Yeah, I don't know. One. I don't know what Stan. I feel like Stan's a good player. Stan's, Stan's very clutch. That's one thing about Stan. And he's got yeah. power, obviously, when it matters. Um, do I see the Yankees getting rid of him? I don't know if anyone can afford Stanton. Anyone will trade for an old John Carlos Stanton with that contract. I, I could see. I could see. Depending on where we are, I could see Judge being on the move too. Thirty-one. He's this last year was his first year. He wasn't really injured. Right. How much are you going to pay a big guy at six seven two ninety up there in age? But he's on the opposite side of like injuries. He's always injured. So it's like you're going to pay him those five years. Was it? 150 170 like is it really worth it it is a little fishy that they haven't even started the negotiations with him yet um and he i don't know he seems like i'm waiting for them and you know he hasn't been getting anything so um i wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get anything but 
the same time, Aaron Judge, you can make an argument that he's a top five player in baseball. And uh, I think the Yankees, you know, he's their guy. He's the franchise, you know. Uh, if you get rid of him, it's kind of a bad luck. It looks like the evil empire is no more. I don't think we are. They're going more analytical. That's wild seeing the Yankees do that. Very wild. So. IKF at shortstop. But who knows? We're going to have a, a plenty of more podcasts moving forward to talk about this. You know, I think the Yankees are far from done. I think uh, I think that, you know, <clears throat> this is just the beginning. And uh, I hope this is just the beginning because if it's not, you know, the Yankees who desperately needed some change, you know, they got a little bit of it. But um, I don't know if this is enough to get over that hump, to get to the World Series, to beat the no Houston Astros, to beat the Rays, to beat the White Sox. You know what I mean? So – who knows? Any closing any closing thoughts? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously pitching wins ball games. Mets are basically lined up perfectly for that. Yankees are total opposite. Right. So. And and I was just watching a video last night about Garrett Cole. And uh before the spider attack, of course, like he was obviously using spider attack, and before yeah. they uh, started cracking down on it, his ERA was around like one point one. 0.9 you know i start after start yeah. then they start cracking down and it's like 4.3 5.16 5. like jeez that contract may be a problem yeah look if at he stays down this road chapman did not have an era for the first three months they cracked down on spider attack and he just went off the grid that's a that's another dynamic that the yankees might have to worry about i hope for your sake i hope not but it could get ugly. It could get ugly if right. spider tack is no longer and they don't do anything to the balls. This might be a train wreck for the Yankees. Big time. All right, yo. So this is going to wrap it up. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. That was a good podcast right there. It was. First of many. First of many. And then uh, we'll do it, you know, whatever you know whenever there's a big move well maybe during the season we'll do it weekly to talk new york baseball and uh yeah let's do it let's do it i'm happy to introduce you to the move those chains people mike appreciate it all right let's do it peace out i'll talk to you